Reddit, what did your parents teach you that you had to unlearn? Well, my grandpa told me that soda evaporates quickly, as in half the can in 20 minutes, when I was around 6. Took me like 10 years to realize he's been drinking my soda when my back is turned. I always drank my soda fast when outside or in hot places because of it. Wanting anything is selfish. Learning to undo this train of thought is the greatest feat of my life. It's still hard for me to attempt for first place in any form of competition. I always feel that someone else is more deserving, so I don't give it my all. If I do win, I'm always certain it was a fluke. This applies to my relationships in the worst way, too. I have a hard time dating because I'm convinced that if I date them, I would be taking them off the market and someone more deserving would be losing out. Or how I have a strong desire to be dominant in the bedroom, but I'm constantly guilting myself for wanting these things, so I either submit or beat around the bush. It doesn't matter what I want. I am undeserving and to achieve is selfish and wrong. Screw that thought process. My mother told me that I had another middle name one day, Aloysius. I hated it, of course, but eventually came to terms with the idea. It was years later that she realized I had been writing an extra middle name on literally everything that required my full name and asked me why I was doing such an odd thing. She had forgotten what she had done. When I told her, she laughed at me for about an hour straight, tears rolling down her face, laughing so hard she peed herself. Yeah, thanks. She taught me capsicum seeds were poisonous. They aren't. She really believes this one, though. Edit, yeah, I misspelled the name. You should have seen how I spelled it when I was seven. My grandfather thought it was hilarious to threaten me with renaming. He swore he would get my dad to change my name to Wolfgang Helmut IV if I misbehaved. I believed it wholeheartedly. Nobody in my family was ever named Wolfgang Helmut, and I am female. Could you imagine introducing yourself like that to people, though? You would have every right to put on the worst British accent you could and go, Yes, hello, my name is Wolfgang Helmut IV. Charm to meet you. My mother is convinced all clothes are too tight unless they are falling off of you. I looked like a ragamuffin for years until my rich sister-in-law pulled me aside and went, Sweetie, I'm going to take you shopping before you ever have to attend any job interviews looking like that. What food tastes like. Chicken is not supposed to be tough, dry, and chewy. Steak is not usually chewy, flat, and gray. There are more seasonings available than salt and pepper. Once I taught myself to cook, the world just opened up with new flavors and foods. It was the best. I personally resonate with this one because I love cooking and I wanted to broaden my horizons beyond just Southern American food where I grew up and eating out of a paper bag every weekend as a treat. Once you open that door to a new culinary world, trust me, you'll want to try everything. To be a bystander, for lack of a better term, my parents are very against me standing up for others and even myself in some cases, and I had to learn that standing up for other people is the right thing to do. Also, how to pronounce cucumbers. For those of you wondering, they pronounced it cucumbers. Quantity over quality. Though my family was economically stable, privileged even, my parents grew up in poverty. So their way of buying was to buy cheap, which definitely should be taken into consideration. But ultimately, if the quality is not there, you end up spending more to continuously replace the item. We could afford to buy things of better quality that would last longer, but that's just not how they grew up. 
it still hurts me to spill $60 on a nice pair of shoes that will last more than a year, but I have since learned that I would much rather spend $60 this one time rather than getting three pairs of $20 crappy no-brand shoes that hurt my feet and fall apart every few months. That the garbage disposal will not trigger a nuclear reaction and blow up half the world within five seconds of being turned on without cold water running. That was a tough one to unlearn. I don't know, man. The way my dog reacts to it, I think it's going to blow up. That you don't have to marry everyone you date. My mom was married seven times and taught us that you never left anyone. No matter if they were horrible to you, took all your money and treated your kids like crap. And that you could, quote, fix them if you married them. It took me a moving out and talking with other people to learn that is not normal and people break up all the time. Luckily, I never married any of those guys. They taught me to never disagree with anything. In my household, there was no such thing as no or why. Whoa, didn't expect this much of a response from the Reddit community. Thanks for the gold, strangers. I'm glad a lot of you are starting to be able to get over this bad programming and speak up if you disagree with something. Most parents want the best for you, and they do try their best, but they don't get everything right. Pretty much the same. My dad was abusive, and we all sort of just agreed with everything, because disagreeing or questioning anything led to yelling and throwing things and tantrums that lasted days. I grew up learning that the safest way to live was entirely unnoticed. So it took forever, even after I was an adult, for me to speak up, make my own choices, or do things I actually wanted to do. I still struggle with it a lot. That you should never do anything for others because nobody will do anything for you. I understand because my mom came from a very rough household growing up, but it was frustrating whenever she found out I bought lunch for my friends or gave someone a ride. It would always be the, nobody will look out for you, why do the same? That anger doesn't have to be the default reaction to anything you don't like. Someone has a different opinion, they're telling you you're wrong and stupid and you should be ticked. Someone makes an offhand comment that struck you the wrong way, they're jerks, you should be angry. Anything, anytime, anywhere happened that you didn't like for any reason? Be angry! No thanks. It makes for a crappy life. Edit. Wow, you guys. I'm glad that this is something positive for everyone, and a lot of people have asked how to do this, for themselves or others. So instead of trying to reply to everyone, I'll give the short-ish answer here. First, realize that being angry at everything is going to make life pretty horrible. Then, it's just reminding yourself every time you have that gut reaction to ask yourself if it's worth it or not. Nine times out of ten, it's not. If it's situational, try and make the best of it as best you can, depending on the situation, obviously. If it's personal, try to see the other person's perspective. If they're just being a jerk, think of something you're going to enjoy doing later, smile, and wish them a great screw-off while you go about your day, because jerks aren't worth your emotional effort of being angry. I just want to add that minor inconveniences don't equal the end of the world. My mom does this thing where if eggs or whatever at the grocery store are really high due to inflation or high demand, she makes a big deal out of it and complains the whole time we're shopping. Like, I get it. Stuff is expensive, but you're already buying 20 other things. You can wait on the eggs, mom. My dad thought it was funny to teach my sister, brother, and I the wrong names to things. Sister confuses plates and bowls. Brother confuses forks and spoons. I get confused with beetroot and capsicum. I get it right. Most of the time now. My mom is obsessively clean. 
It took me a couple years into my marriage to stop cleaning to her standards. I'm not a dirty person, but I don't have a fit about a little dust on the baseboards. She should see my carpet right now. I've been sewing. There are scraps and threads all over. She'd twitch. Cooking chicken. Until college, I thought that chicken was supposed to be dry. I hated it. My buddy cooked me chicken parmesan, and it was the best chicken I ever had. Turkey for me. I felt like a traitor to my family when I had Thanksgiving dinner with friends and the turkey was better than I can ever remember my mom making, and she prides herself on her cooking. She was outdone by a guy a third of her age who was probably drunk for most of the cooking. I felt even more guilty taking my kids, both teenagers, there next time. We still do family Thanksgiving, but the three of us feel a little guilty about having more fun with 20 to 30 people crammed into a tiny apartment, most of them drinking and playing cards against humanity and eating off of paper plates, than we do at a nice quiet table following all the traditions we followed forever. This is another one that hit home for me. When I was in college, I really started coming out of my shell as a human being and realizing that you can make friends and talk to them outside of class. It's because I'd always been pretty terminally online, so I wasn't really good at making friends. So having the chance to hang out with them, make and eat food with them, and play dumb party games with them, it was like I had found a new family. I like to reference the full quote, because people know this as blood is thicker than water, but it's actually blood of the covenant is thicker than water of the womb. Not to diss on anybody who's really close with their family, but sometimes having friends is your family. 10 out of 10 would recommend having friends. That just because someone is older than me doesn't mean that they know more than me. Yes, it's true that I don't have as much experience or knowledge about things in the world, but it is possible for me to know something that someone who is older than me doesn't know. My dad always used the I'm older slash wiser slash more experienced line if I said something, a fact, or piece of information that he didn't agree with or think was true. It made me feel a little insecure about what I know and if what I know is right or not. My mom taught me that I had to respect my elders, even if they were possibly wrong because they were older and wiser. My dad, on the other hand, sat me down one day and said, Son, people are stupid. Just because they are older doesn't mean they know crap from apple butter. I don't care how old they are. If they don't know their butt from a hole in the ground, it's okay to call them dumb. You're going to run into people who are smarter than you. But you're also going to run into people who will make you wonder just how in the world they managed to not drown themselves while taking a pee in the morning. You can know a lot, or you can know a little. A smart man knows that he doesn't know everything. He also knows the value of common sense. That I'm not done eating until the plate is clear. I think my parents had a really good system for this. When each of us kids reached an appropriate age, we were to serve ourselves and had to clear our plates. We quickly learned how to portion meals appropriate to our individual sizes and appetites. All things political. My mother's side of the family is a constant cycle of choosing the opposite side of the political spectrum despite one's parents, not for any actual political reasons. That I'm responsible for everyone else's feelings. My parents are narcissists, and if they were ever in a bad mood, it was because of something I did. I've spent my whole life managing their emotions learning what sets them off, learning the subtle triggers, making sure you don't ever step out of line or say something that they might misinterpret or take too personally. And not just with them. I had to do that with everyone so that I will be a, quote, good kid and not make other people angry because being a, quote, bad kid would reflect very poorly on them and we can't have that. 
I now know that other people's emotions aren't my freaking problem, but I still feel responsible for my parents. It's tough. Korean fan death. For those who don't know about this, Korean people believe that if you sleep with a fan on with all windows and door closed, you will die. Still can't convince my parents that this is a myth. So, I will be super dead? <laughs> I've slept with a fan on since I got hamsters 8 years ago. They are long gone and I haven't gone back. I can't sleep in total silence now. Edit. My most upvoted comment by far. And to answer why, it was because those little jerks had a squeaky wheel that they only used at night. On top of general rustling. Anyway, one of them killed the other, so the survivor was cast out into the wilderness many years ago. No, nobody believes me when I say this. It's always hamsters that die the weirdest deaths. I swear to God, you can't go five minutes without someone telling a hamster story, and they end it with like, oh, I boiled my hamster alive because he crawled into the pot while I was making mac and cheese. It's never a natural death. You never hear about a hamster growing old and dying naturally. It's always really, really weird. I do not have to say sorry for everything. I used to say I'm sorry for everything. Reached for the same cookie? Sorry. We had different opinions and you're frustrated? Sorry. Didn't grab the right bag of groceries out of the truck? Sorry. I said sorry for everything. Even when cashiers didn't have nickels to give me back a change, I apologized for me causing them that inconvenience. Unlearning that is still a struggle at times. It's times like this I'm reminded of a wise man. Do not be sorry. Be better. Thank you, Kratos God of War. That loud noises and roughhousing caused the cake to not rise when baking in the oven. Come to find out 20 years later, it was just a lie to get us to be quiet. Now that I think of it, they got quiet kids and cake. Scratch that, I'll remember this instead and use it in the future. That it's okay to want affection, and that it's not normal to be surrounded by fighting all the time. That I'm not a special snowflake. Being, quote, smart and talented stopped mattering around age 17, and I felt like a fraudulent cut-up until I learned how to work and apply myself. Shoutouts to all my gifted and talented kids with severe depression and anxiety. Let's go. How to money. They never dealt with credit cards, student loans, etc. What they taught me was superficial, and some of their strategies put me deeper into debt. Took years, but dug out. My credit is great, and I'm actively saving every month. To always assume the worst might happen. My parents are conservative in every way, shape, and form. Like, no mom, just because I'm out having a good time with my friends and don't answer my phone doesn't mean that I'm dead. Now that I'm 100% independent, I'm learning that sometimes risk equals reward, whereas my parents have taught my siblings and I that risk usually leads to demise. I feel like I have to say sorry for all my commentary, but I really have a lot to say in this one. When I told my parents I wanted to go to a convention in another state with some online friends, my dad freaked and said that I would get trafficked. Like, there's a certain amount of risk that comes with flying in an airplane, being around people you never met in person, and being in a city, but you should expect your 24-year-old son to be a little more aware of what's happening than you think he is. By the way, had a fantastic time, and I'm going to another one with the same friends here in a few months. That men should be busy doing manly stuff and that taking care of slash entertaining the kids is women's work. Screw that. I hang out and do stuff with my kids every chance I get. What's the point of having them if you don't want to spend time with them? That you can always do better. Not that that's intrinsically bad, but when you don't learn to stop and appreciate what you've accomplished, you'll never be satisfied. Eat crappy. We never ate vegetables. 
always starches and crap. So much processed BS. I'm 28 and finally have managed to restrain my palate to eat vegetables regularly. I do my best to eat plenty of veggies every day of all different types, and I'm very concerned with my health and fitness. Passing this on to my son is super important to me. All the time she called me a spoiled brat when I cried because we were eating ramen every night and I had no clothes to wear to school and problems with my lungs because the crappy house we were in had black mold, but we could somehow magically afford $60 to $80 of liquor for her boyfriend every week. That's some crap I am still unlearning. The bet I'm unlearning is that it's okay to voice your unhappiness. You are not spoiled for wanting decent living conditions. It's okay to accept gifts slash help from other people. It does not make you a bad person and does not mean you are using them. Not accepting that my daughter is truly sorry for what she's done until she cries. When we were kids, if my sister and I broke the rules, we would get the wrath of dad come down on us. Anything besides ending up crying was disrespect or not taking the telling off seriously. My dad is from the Pacific Islands. Not that this in any way excuses him, but it's what he was taught. Children are disrespectful. Parents are there to put a stop to it. I've caught myself early on and I'm learning to turn myself around. Anger management, parenting courses. But I can hear my dad coming through sometimes and it frightens me. I'm trying to stop the cycle. I can feel the irrational anger starting to come out if I'm telling our girl off and she just dismisses me. But I make it a point to be the adult in the situation and remember that it's her age and that she's learning. Side note, He's since changed a lot and is a fantastic and doting grandfather. I just don't want to carry on traits that I grew up with from his earlier years. When someone annoys you, cut them out of your life. Permanently. Don't do this. <laughs> like, obviously, this is on a post where you're meant to unlearn what you've been told. In a real-life scenario, it's worth working out what annoys you most of the time. Because most people are going to know how to apologize and not do that annoying thing again. You just got to be simple and upfront without bashing them. But if you're online and somebody is bothering you, the blog button is right there, especially if they're talking to you about some BS that you don't care about and they've just messaged you on Twitter for the first time. Okay, when I was a toddler, my dad used to play this game with this rhyme where he'd recite four acre, eye blinker, no stopper, chin bopper, poked my forehead, the spot between my eyes, the tip of my nose, and then my chin. And then like a year or so later, my mom and I were in the car and I said something like, Mom, my foreacre hurts. And she looked at me and I was like, Honey, that's your forehead. I looked back at her like she was insane and argued with her. No, it's my foreacre. And she had to answer me back, No, sweetie, it's your forehead, really? And I argued the point with her for half a minute before I realized that all this time, I had been convinced that my forehead was actually called my foreacre. Let's end this on a long one. They instilled in me that all I had to do was go to college and get through it, and then I'd get, quote, my job that would pay $60,000 with benefits, and then I worked there until I retired, didn't matter what I studied or if I networked or pursued extracurriculars. Just finish school and you get your job. When that didn't work, put in more applications. I graduated in 2008 when there was no economy with a useless degree and no extracurriculars or internships and a GPA that was too crappy to even consider grad school. I spent the last eight years figuring out that this is now a hustler's economy and you don't make money by applying to places and sending out your resume unless you're looking for a $9 an hour job at a sandwich shop. 
you have to develop actual skills. Be good at BSing, talk to people, keep your eyes and options open, be willing to expand your skill set, keep an eye on what skills are marketable, not be afraid to jump into something just because you've never done it before. Realize that employer loyalty is a two-way street that is permanently closed and has been for years, etc. Every good job I've ever had has come from a lead that a friend has given me. None of them have come from shotgunning my resume to every pyramid scheme in the Craigslist classifieds. Basically, I had to learn this entire skill set and mindset that was completely alien to me and unlearn the notion that you just step off the graduation stage with your bachelor's in English and start courting job offers from all the places that are eager to hire a guy whose main selling point is that he's literate. Like, extra literate. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you guys next time.